TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Let's bring in Cindy Ziff, who has been very busy, a hectic whirlwind week for environmental activists and known as the voice of the ocean. Cindy Ziff, thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, hey, Dawn. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And thank you for maintaining your focus on this. It's so important. It really is. So tell us about, you know, you were were testifying. You've been involved in this, obviously, most of your adult life, just fighting Mm -hmm. for the ocean. It never, I want to point out, it has never been political for you. I've covered you over the years, and it really, for you, has been about the environment, the ocean. And just tell us a Give us a backdrop for somebody who's just tuning in here to the Dawn Show on on Odyssey. You know, what your life has been dedicated to, Cindy, before we get into the hearings and the congressional hearings and what's going on. Just your life in a snapshot, what what you've been fighting for. Sure. Well, uh, you know, all my life I've been passionate about the ocean and the joys and the mysteries and the, just the wonders that are just contained in this big, giant, beautiful body of water that connects us all around the world. And, um, you know, I have the, um, the absolute joy of, of working to for her, <laughs> working for the ocean and defending her from, from harm. And it started back in 1984 when Clean Ocean Action began as a small little coalition saying no to ocean dumping, which was something that was just a given. It was a given that the ocean was a dumping ground for stuff like sewage sludge and acid waste and industrial waste. And back then people said, oh, you know, you're never going to stop ocean dumping. And, um, you know, we used the science that was provided to show how harmful it was and found alternatives. And, you know, one by one, we're able to galvanize the public and a wide variety of groups and in a bipartisan way to defend and unite, um, to unite in defense of improving and protecting the ocean. And so, you know, here we are today and what, where our ocean was back then, sort of a a national joke. I mean, a lot of late night, um, you know, jokesters would talk about the Jersey Shore and and laugh about us with the dead and dying dolphins and the medical waste and the tar balls. But today it's a it's a premier international destination with, you know, the marine life is thriving. You know, you go into the water, you can see your toes. And it's just really um, beautiful to see how nature can heal itself if you give her a chance. And so here we are today, and, you know, it seems that there seems to be this perception that the ocean can once again um, take on, you know, some massive industrialization. And, you know, we, uh, we're, we're questioning um, the scale, scope, and speed of this massive industrialization for offshore wind power. So with that backdrop, we had, I know we had a lot of passionate community meetings and in, in fact, hearings on the the offshore uh, wind turbines, the whale deaths, 
hundreds were packing some of these meetings. Can you take us through what what your what your testimony was last week, but also your takeaway? And I should point out, Congress members from not just New Jersey but Pennsylvania and Maryland. There were many, I think, four hundred plus people at the Wildwoods Convention Center there. So a lot of a lot of people concerned. Right. Mm-hmm. But for you, then <clears throat> you testifying, what what was your um, piece of what you wanted to say and get across? Sure. Well, you know, it's just first, I just want to say that, you know, that the passion that people have for the ocean and for marine life is just very inspiring. I mean, there were about 500 people in the room uh, in Wildwood for the for the congressional hearing. Um, and and there were another four three to three hundred or more that were that weren't able to get into the meeting. So, you know, and the night before that, there was another meeting that was held in in Cape May County where you know hundreds and hundreds of people attended. Um, and that's extraordinary, you know. And I think it is you know about um, people's you know becoming aware of this uh, of this massive industrialization because. You know, the whales um, and dolphins that have been dying and washing up on the beach. Um, we don't know if the intense amount of offshore wind pre-construction activity has, um, it, uh, is, um, is associated with the deaths. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had called um, for an investigation because the evidence um, was, you know, concerning. Um, and, you know, there was nothing really... Um, Nothing really changed over the years um, where before the whales started washing up, um, and then the only thing that really had changed was the uh, was the massive amount of you know pre-construction activity. So you know, for people that don't know what's you know what's going on is you know for years there've been this there's been this talk about building offshore wind, and it, there were a few projects um, proposed, and now there's just a massive number of projects. The projects are totaling 2.2 or 2.4, depending on um, the the, uh, the inclusion of projects. Um, 2.4 million acres of ocean just off the New York and New Jersey coasts. And off of you know, including off of Montauk, two and a half million, two point four million acres, thirty five hundred turbines as tall as a Chrysler building, mm-hmm. um, and ten thousand miles of cables, and that's what's sort of on the on deck. That's the proposed, and we're saying, whoa, you know. Oh no! Did we lose Cindy Ziff? You're listening to Clean Ocean. Oh, there you are. We lost you for a second, Cindy. Oh, sorry. Sorry for that. No, my bad. Um, so I wanted I wanted to bring up a point to you that recently we we learned about this Sean Hayes with NOAA, National Oceanic mm-hmm. and Atmospheric Administration, that he had sent out a warning in May of 2022 um, about the disruptions and endangering the Atlantic right whale and so on and so forth. What did you make of that revelation? He's a whistleblower. Yeah, not well. He is chief of protected species. He's got a very important position. And what was disturbing about that letter is that it wasn't made very public. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it was, you know, it kind of wasn't a part of the public record until there was some effort on the part of um, the media to make it uh, available. 
but you know the National Marine Fisheries Service has been you know their their data is the data that we use. I mean, the National Marine Fisheries Service issued sixty over sixty two thousand of oh, sixty three thousand harassment authorizations for the pre construction work on marine mammals. Imagine that sixty over sixty three thousand harassment authorizations on mammals for the pre construction work. That was issued by the National Marine Fisheries Service. They know this kind of work is harmful to whales or disturbs whales and, you know, everything from causing them to, um, to, be, um, to move out of the way, become disoriented, um, not breathing, not feeding, you know, significant issues for marine mammals. They, they know that. They know that increased noise can affect behaviors of these species. They know that increased... Uh, that the offshore wind will cause increased vessel traffic that could lead to more vessel strikes. These are statements in their own documents, mm -hmm. and yet somehow we're, you know, we're we're wrong to suggest that the intense amount of offshore wind activity has uh, it could be associated with the whale deaths. I mean, it just really doesn't make sense. And I think, you know, raising questions um, about protecting the ocean is what we've done for 40 years. And we're not going to we're not going to stop doing it now. Um, we know there's a climate issue. We know the climate change is real. We need to do something. But we have to be sure that in our zest to want to do something that we don't destroy one of the very things, the ocean, mm -hmm. that protects us from climate change by buffering the impacts by absorbing the heat and absorbing CO2. The ocean plays in a very, very important role. Even whales play an important role in CO2, um, you know, absorption. So we need to make sure that we do it right. And that's, you know, what Clean Ocean Action's been um, pushing mm -hmm. is to, you know, let's not be reckless with this massive industrialization. Let's do a pilot. Let's find out um, what, what harms may come about and and see what we can do to mitigate them. So what do you think, you know, what what do you think are the chances that they're going to put up, they're so, showing no indication, the companies have come back, and I've been reporting on this pretty much every day, that they've pushed back and said we're following all the regulations and they're very strict environmental re regulations and all of that. So what do you think of the, what do you think moving forward can happen as far as, because Cindy Ziff is not against clean energy, quite the opposite, right? You're for mm -hmm. clean energy. That's mm -hmm. not the issue. What you've mm -hmm. consistently pushed for, Cindy, is to say we need to pause this and study it. Do you really think there's a chance that's going to happen? Well, the chance lies with, you know, really, I think, with, with the people calling for, you know, the, the science. I mean, you know, the, the National Marine Fisheries Service and, and the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management have been saying there's no connection. You know, where is their evidence? I mean, you know, they keep making these statements, but I haven't seen the study. I haven't seen the research. I haven't seen the, the data to support their statements. And we're saying, you know, we don't have any evidence, but we have the circumstantial evidence provided by the National Marine Fisheries Service that the, uh, you know, so where's the investigation? I think we, we all, you know, we all need to have the science. We can't get this wrong. And, you know, there's a lot more science um, of, of issues that are concerning to, for the ocean for, that offshore wind um, may affect. For example, um, there's, there's the, um, 
what you know there's just so many issues mm-hmm. that um of concern for example the National Marine Fisheries Service says that the offshore wind can release contaminants that can be consumed or absorbed by marine life the National Marine Fisheries Service says that uh the impact um on organism life cycles life cycle stages which can include larval dispersing and spawning if we start messing with life cycle life cycle stage uh, life cycle stages of marine life especially larval and spawning, then we're destroying or, or impacting the whole ecosystem. So, you know, these are issues that, that should be studied and they have not been studied in, in full. And, you know, um, we just feel that, um, that the ocean deserves the same respect that any other ecosystem would have. If we were to propose this in the Everglades or if we were to propose this, you know, in the Smoky Mountains and areas, iconic environments, you know, there would be a lot more due diligence. And we feel that offshore wind is getting a pass Mm -hmm. um, because everyone wants to do something in response to climate change. The most important thing that people can do to respond to climate change is is to reduce their use of energy, pure and simple. That's the simplest, easiest, fastest, cheapest way to, uh, to address the climate change crisis. Yeah. But I just saw Cindy Ziff with Clean Ocean Action that we have within the past couple of weeks, the headline, New Jersey inviting more offshore wind mm. proposals, uh, mm-hmm. doubling down, saying these whale deaths are not linked to prep work. And they're, the, the, the heart, you could say that their heart is in the right place as far as wanting, the, you know, to meet those clean energy goals. Okay. But on the other side of it, you know, we have these unexplained whale deaths. And I did see that NOAA, for example, had had said there was an unusual mortality event. More than 180 stranded, you know, humpback whales reported on the Atlantic coast during a, a certain span. It's, it's not just a few. There's something going on here, but it seems to me they're doubling down. Yeah, no, we were very disappointed that, um, you know, before even one turbine is in, in the water, you know, we've got now you know, expansion for the third time. And it just, you know, it just is very concerning. And, you know, um, you know, it just, again, we, we feel that it's at, at a reckless pace. The science isn't there. In fact, New Jersey hasn't really even started on its important um, scientific research that would have addressed some of these issues having to do with whales. For example, the the, EP, the DEP, New Jersey DEP, and the New Jersey Bureau of Public Utilities um, were supposed to be doing research on um, on marine mammals, uh, including evaluating um, the threat of mortality or injury to whales and dolphins from vessel strikes. That mm-hmm. study was supposed to be done, and you know it hasn't even started. And, you know, so we're behind in doing the research. We're behind in studying what the impacts might be to marine life. And the consequences could be devastating. And so, all you know, what we're saying is, you know, let's do it like we would do any other um, new, uh, new, um, new industrial activity. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get the science. In fact, the National Marine, again, the National Marine Fisheries Service says, and um, I quote, offshore wind is a new use of our marine waters requiring substantial scientific and regulatory review. Mm-hmm. You know, we agree. And, and we don't see that um, scientific due diligence and that regulatory review. It seems that many of these things are being fast-tracked. And I understand, you know, um, 
you know, that it's under the under the need for doing something in response to climate change. But, you know, if you if you do some damage to the ocean that could um, cause, a, you know, um, a chain reaction that could, you know, devastate the e- ecosystem, you know, that will have, you know, dire consequences and undermine climate, cha- uh, you know, increase climate change impacts even further. Yes. So what, how can people support you and what are the next steps? Well, I think the one thing that people can do is, is to, you know, contact their elected officials, write a, write a letter to the, to the le- write a letter to the editor, you know, do your, do your due diligence, research these issues. I mean, this is, this is huge. This is consequential because it's not just going to change the, what the ocean and the ocean ecosystem, it's going to change the culture of the shore, right? It's, Mm -hmm. we are going to become a much more industrial complex along the shore. All the ships and all the vessels that are going to be necessary to construct these hundreds and thousands of turbines, you know, are going to have, you know, a, a change in, in the way that, you know, the Jersey shore, the Jersey shore and New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So people need to pay attention and get involved and um, and learn and come to their own conclusions about how they feel and and get involved. I mean, I think that's the the bottom line. And of course, you know, also step up and you know talk about energy conservation and efficiency because yeah. we waste so much energy and we can do so much better. It's so true. And do you have any other upcoming events down the shore that we should know about? Well, we have on a, on another on another uh, yeah. on another issue of concern for the ocean. <laughs> we have the um, beach sweeps is coming up on April first. Mm-hmm. Um, lots Before of different know. locations. Over, I think a record number of locations, seventy locations, primarily along the shore, but uh, some inland as well. People can go to our website, cleanoceanaction.org, dot um, org, and find a beach near them or a location near them. You know, and it's all about you know it's it's all about are um, taking part in something and giving back to the ocean, which gives us so much joy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I saw a headline, um, and it's a it's a commentary, but calling the, it says, the perverse use of dead whales to kneecap the climate fight. That's just a, it's a commentary in a New Jersey mm-hmm. publication. And I, I had to ask for your response to that, because they're saying that the climate fight is more important, I guess, than the whales washing ashore in in these record numbers. How do you respond to folks like that? Well, I think it's important that, you know, we have to, we have to, I know things have, you know, it can be very emotional, right? Mm-hmm. That, um, and I think that what we have to do is to just stick to the facts. And the fact is that Clean Ocean Action Defend has been defending and the ocean for, you know, nearly 40 years. And we do that by looking at the facts and that we're not opposed to offshore wind. What we are, what we want is to evaluate and make sure that we don't, you know, destroy Mm -hmm. something that is so important for the, for our entire Mm -hmm. uh, ecosystem as well. Um, So, you know, um, I think that's the most important thing is we're not, I mean, you know, that just because we're raising questions about this doesn't mean that we're opposed. And I think that's a very frustrating, um, you know, fact for us is that, you know, people will have a knee jerk reaction that, 
um, you know, just because we're raising questions, we're opposed. Yeah. You know, evolution of, of, of technology and, you know, science is all about asking questions. And we haven't, you know, we've been, I've been reading scientific papers. I've been looking at, you know, the National Marine Fisheries Service website. I've been looking at the U.S. EPA's um, concerns. And there's a lot of questions out there. There's just a lot of questions. And, even the scientists are saying that the that the industry, the development is getting ahead of the science, and you never want to do that, yeah. particularly in an ecological um, in an ecological environment. Well, Cindy Ziff, we thank you so much. You can go to cleanoceanaction.org if you want to see learn more about clean ocean action, and as well, the beach sweeps registration is now open for that uh, April first date to help out. Cindy Ziff, thank you so much for updating Dawn, us. Don, thank you so much for sticking on this story. Yep. It, it'll, it's so important, and thanks to your listeners for listening, and really get involved and, and learn about this. It's so important. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 